Hey folks, it's Chris with The Human Project. This episode is one that's near and dear to my heart and to Mark's heart. It is, can we love Jesus but not love the church? Maybe that's how you feel. Maybe that's how somebody you know feels. In this episode, we explore why that might be, what's behind that, and what we can do about that. Take a listen to this episode. Let us know what you think. Hey, Chris. Hey, Mark. Good day, sir. Good day to you. <laughs> How's it going today? It's going good. Awesome. I am excited and nervous yeah. for this topic that we're about to talk about because hmm. it's something that I've got to experience both sides of, and it's a topic that I've heard a lot, hmm. uh, especially over the last couple of years. It's this notion, this concept of, I love Jesus, but not the church. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people say they have a, a good relationship with God, but they're not part of a community. Mm -hmm. And so I want to kind of explore that together today. Yeah. Like, why do we think that is? Is it possible to do that? What's behind the scenes with that? Mm -hmm. And what do we do about that? either for people that are in that circumstance or people that know people that are in that circumstance. What does that look like for us? Mm -hmm. What's responsible for us to do? So this is, I imagine this being an exploratory conversation for mm -hmm. us. And I'm hoping we can tie something together at the end. Yeah. But this is, I think, a topic that's both been on our hearts a lot, considering the ministry that we do. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of people that come that are not part of a church, and they get experienced being listened to, being heard and seeing community for the first time for a lot of them. Yeah. And so I just want to explore that together. Very important. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. I, I, I find it to be a really important topic. I mean, this may be stating the obvious, but just, just to state it, I mean, the body of Christ, that's the intent of the church, right? And, and, and I say, you know, so I'm trying to expand the definition a little bit. Certainly it is congregations, what we think of in America, right? Congregations and buildings meeting on Sunday mornings. That is, that is an aspect of it is much bigger than that. Intention is yeah. much bigger than that. But the reason this is so significant is because we're intended as, as the community and communities, both uh, small C and big C um, of Jesus to be his body on the earth. We're intended to be walking it out as a group of people. Yeah. And this to me is a, as an evidence of failure in that, which isn't surprising because we're humans and yet it is very painful and it's also hindering the kingdom. Yeah. So I think what you're asking is let's, let's define our terms. Yeah. When we say church, Way to what? dig out the question. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I had to do that, Mr. Question Mark. A <laughs> little, little uh, sleepy today, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. It is a rainy day. It's cold. But anyways, so I imagine most people, when they think of church, yeah, they think of the thing you get dressed up, you go to a building, probably has a steeple cross at the top, a whole bunch of people, they get together. You go, you sing a few songs, you listen to a message, sing a few more songs, maybe. Throw some money in a plate. Throw some money in a plate. Yep. And then shake hands and pretend to be nice with people while you walk out. That's that's what church is, I think, to a lot of people. Yeah. And that's like 
best possible interpretation of church for a lot of people. Something you go to, something you do, Mm -hmm. and just part of your routine. Over the years, that was culture Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, It may include some standing and kneeling and chanting some things and all of that stuff, depending on union. There's, there's several aspects that yeah. add to and rituals. Some, you know, Wednesday nights might be included. There's a few other things to yeah. expand it to. Or for our folks in the South, Sunday morning, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday night, <laughs> Wednesday night. <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> Southern Baptist. I yep. did that for a little while. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Like, man, I see you guys a lot. <laughs> um, that's bo- best possible interpretation for yeah. some people. I think a lot of people, when they think of church, they think of those people that will judge you or mm-hmm. condemn you mm-hmm. or not welcome you in or look at you funny, right. like come into the building or um, some neighbor down the street that has all of the, the signs mm-hmm. out yeah. in their front yard. Right. Like, Love Jesus, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, that that person's not matching mm. what they're proclaiming to match. Mm. I think that those types of things are, are church to a lot of people. Yeah. So where you were going was how would we define church? Yeah. And our hope is that it's very, very close to the biblical definition of church. Uh, I, I would aspire to such. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's true. Cause so what did Jesus talk about with the church? You started to go towards that. And, and let's let's be clear too. The things we just were talking about there, meeting on Sunday mornings in a church building, getting dressed up, none of those things are necessarily bad. Yeah. That's that's not where we're going with that. It's that if that is the limitation, if that's if it's yeah. constrained to that, and that's it. The definition that comes to mind for yeah for people, yeah. The, then then we have challenges because the definition is so much broader as yeah. as usual with God. He has yeah. big ideas. <laughs> He tends yeah. to do that. He, he does tend to do that. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, it's the body of, we're intended to be a representation of Jesus. And that's, uh, that's a huge job. I mean, there's no other way around it. If we really grasp the full work of Christ and that we are intended to keep walking that out and expanding his kingdom. And as he said, do things that were even greater than he did, which is even more baffling to consider that we're doing that as his body on earth Mm. that's a gigantic assignment for us that cannot be accomplished on sunday mornings yeah because that implies several things Mm. that implies like when you think of a body and jesus talks about like the feet and the Mm -hmm. hands and all those things and it implies that you're not sufficient in and of yourself whoa yeah Yeah. now we're throwing punches already (laughs) look at that yeah like you need you can't do it yourself and I think those people that would say, I love Jesus, but not the church, mm-hmm. I want to acknowledge there's probably pain oh, yeah. there for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And they haven't experienced what Jesus' intent was for church. Yeah. For the church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Deep pain. I, I, I was just talking to somebody yesterday who lived with um, several people who aren't churchgoers, aren't believers, but they used to. And she said to a person, they were all hurt in those experiences. Mm -hmm. So they have deep pain and they walked away because their experience was the Sunday morning, right? And there was some sort of deep pain for them involved in that. They just, that that to them was the definition and they walked away from it because of the pain. Yeah. 
And it, it seems like a natural thing to do for mm -hmm. survival for us. Right. Distance ourselves from the thing that caused pain. Yeah. So when we talk about church, we talk about the church. Uh, mm -hmm. I th the, the model that comes to mind is there was like a little kid's thing, like, uh, interlock your fingers, Yeah, interlock your fingers, put your index fingers up. This is the church. This is the steeple, open the doors nice. and see all the people. And that's backwards from what church is. Mm -hmm. Church isn't the building. Yeah. Church is the people. Yeah. So much so that like Victoria and I are trying to get in habit with Sophia that we don't say we're going to church. Yeah. We say we're going to go be with the church. Mm-hmm. And it's really awkward to say it is. every single time. It does not roll off like, the tongue. All right, you ready to go be with the church? Yeah. Instead of just saying, like, go to church. Yeah. yeah. But the church is the people. It's the community of like-minded people that are on mission together mm -hmm. to make much of Jesus yeah. in their lives, in their work, in their communities, mm -hmm. all of that. And so I think what a really healthy church does is a couple things. If can I just, yeah, temper, even the, the language in that, I think is worth being really clear what a, sure. what a church yep. does is like, it's a local congregation is how I tend to word that Yeah, to again, differentiate a little bit. Like it's, we're, we, we attend different congregations. If you want mm -hmm. to put it that way, we congregate a uh, very churchy word, but anyway, yeah. um, we, we gather together in different, um, church, local church bodies, and we yeah. are in the same larger church, the church right. yeah yeah capital C in that sense church. so ju just for a little bit even more distinction i guess of the language to me they're they're local congregations which reduces some of the barrier to me between different congregations it's not like oh we're the church well actually and 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 you're the two well <laughs> yeah yeah it gets it gets confusing and you're you're doing a good job calling out um our own mental perceptions mm -hmm. that we bring to it like I've been steeped in this for the last 10 years of what does my local church as part of the bigger body church. And that probably sounds super weird for people. Like I think it's, it's calling out our own preconceived notions of what it is that we're used to and accustomed to. Yeah. And like the body. Mm -hmm. Strange term. Yeah. It sounds super weird for people because they're like, what do you mean a part of a body that doesn't make sense, especially compared to like in a work setting, or a familial setting, like, you know, the dynamics there and part of that. And it, I think that's what Jesus is calling us into is consider like the dynamics are completely different than like, if you were part of a corporation yeah, or even just part of a, a family, like there's elements of both of those things mm -hmm. that are there. It's how do we work together as, as people? How do we help accomplish this? Yeah. But for a local gathering of people, um, I think there's, there's four primary things. It's people that share life together. Mm. Like let's, let's live together. Let's, let's do this. Like you need to know the people that you're in community with. Yeah. There's sharing the word together, mm -hmm. which is practicing and understanding what does Jesus intend for us with all of this stuff. And that's what we're trying to do with the human project is dive into the human elements of what does God intend for us to be human? Yeah. There is sharing mission together. So we're all working together. I think we talked about face-to-face -face versus like mm -hmm. shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. That's shoulder to shoulder work. Having purpose, purpose together, together. working yeah. together. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one is, is sending, sharing and sending. Like you are sent the great commission. Like what Jesus calls us all to do as believers mm -hmm. is to go and make disciples. Yeah. Like all four of those, like you can be a missionary in and of yourself. 
and just go out there and will it and make it happen. But you're still part of a larger body of a larger gathering. And I think what's really important for us, for people that um, love Jesus, but not the church is to consider what does that look like for community and what's, what's the good in that? What would I want to pursue yeah. with that? Yeah. I think I hear you inviting those who have been hurt, who maybe are, have opted out of a church congregation to consider what are they missing of what God intends for them and for them in community with him. Yeah. Um, and I've shared a little bit of my story before with the church in a previous uh, episode of our podcast, but there was a time that like our family wasn't welcome as part of the church. It was um, really painful and my parents, to be honest, are still recovering hmm. from that. They still have a hard time. Like they came to um, our gathering of the church this past weekend because we uh, stood up in front of the congregation and said, hmm. like, we are, it was to dedicate Grace, hmm. our, our youngest, and to say, like, we are going to raise her according to biblical yeah. principles and asking for accountability. So my parents came to that, hmm. but they left right away. And there's still so much pain with what happened with the church that they're, they claim they have a relationship with Jesus, but they don't want anything to do with a local gathering because they're afraid of yeah. those, those scars getting picked at again. Mm -hmm. And so I guess my invitation is, because I, I was in the same boat and it was damaging for me, mm. very damaging for me. And it took years to recover from that. Yeah, But it was realizing like, I can't do this by myself. Mm. Like I need something deeper than just my family. I need community of people that care about me, that listen to me, that encourage me, that hold me accountable. And for the last 10 years, I've got to experience that. And it's been mm -hmm. life changing for me. Yeah. And so my ask for people to consider that say, I love Jesus, but not the church is consider what you might be missing. If you get to experience a church, how Jesus actually intended it to be a local gathering of people that do those things, they yeah. care. Mm -hmm. Their goal isn't about trying to make themselves feel better by judging people on the outside, but welcoming in yeah. and living life together. That I think is my, my invitation. Mm -hmm. And that I can imagine sounds very risky. Yeah. Uh, very risky for the pain whatever the reason was to, to step out, to step away, to stay away. Um, it, it would involve facing that pain and going, that might happen again. Yeah. If I step back into this. Yeah. Um, and so the, the, the things Jesus wants for us, that if you will, the benefits, the upside mm -hmm. is definitely a thing to be talking to God about hearing from God about. Yeah you know, wanting and desiring and moving toward in the midst of that because the risk is real. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anytime you get another human being involved, yeah, risk of vulnerability is extremely high. Yeah. So what would be some things that you would say from someone who's you know, been hurt, been on the outside and walked back in? What are some things you'd say to people who are in local congregations in local churches of ways that they can either avoid the disaster um, or be welcoming to people 
who are really hurt and are considering whether it's worth coming back in. One-on-one relationships. Mm. That's, that's where it starts is, oh, wow, all these church people aren't so bad. Mm. Like if you're part of a, a local gathering, a local gathering at the church that you feel is doing those things and you love it, I don't think the come to church with me angle works as much anymore. Mm. I think it's a, let's go out to there and let me just hear more of your story. Like people see the life that you live more than um, the, the church movement, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you there's plenty of exceptions to that. Sure. But if you're in that spot where you're like, how do I reach those people that aren't, something's not working there. Yeah. So try a different tactic. And it's one-on-one relationships. That's what got me back in the church mm. was reaching out. I told you about my friend. We had uh, Chinese on the front yeah, porch. Right. And that's what got me back to say, oh, wow, these are the kind of people I miss doing life with. They just listen to me. And that shameless plug here, <laughs> this is why we do what we do yeah. for the Human Project and our, our other ministry is that it's all about how do we help build connections for people. Mm-hmm. This is... For so many people, this pain we're talking about was a relational problem. Yeah. Right. There was maybe something that was prioritized over them, over their relationship, over their um, the the issues that they were facing and the challenges they were facing in their life at the time. Um, and you know, maybe it was the carpet <laughs> deciding on the carpet in the church, which sounds ridiculous, and yet, yeah, it's really important to some people in some ways. Could that be prioritized over other human beings? Oh my gosh, it's a relational problem. And so the solution that you're proposing here is relational. Build the relationships yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Build those relationships. I, I imagine that it would be easy to have the um, magnifier bug, as we like to call it, um, at play for somebody who's um, either on either side of this challenge, right? Somebody who is outside of the church, who has stepped away, who said, they're all Mm. hypocrites or whatever the case may be that they're all mean they all don't love me etc because that has been experience in the past and on the other side being in the church body saying oh that they're all just whatever they're all just a thin thin skinned i don't know there's a number of things that you could accuse but the thing is those things don't help right this relational problem right and that one-on-one relationship pierces the everybody, the always, always the nobodies yeah. right through that. And you go like, oh my gosh, yeah. start this to person disproves that rule to me. Exactly. That's something across from me. Build proof, yeah. build proof that it's possible. Mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people need to hear is that it's possible to do what Jesus intends for the church. Mm-hmm. Jesus wouldn't ask us to do something that's impossible. Yeah. I would magnify as well your invitation to people in the body looking at the example of jesus he reached people who were ostracized Mm -hmm. and outcast by the local congregations right Um, lepers for example a samaritan woman at the well these are people who are way outside who had been hurt you can you can hear it in the the way that they respond to jesus the samaritan woman's defensive immediately um, that was, that was got, taboo in that yeah, culture. Yeah. She's got bruises. Yeah. She's got wounds. And he, if you will, plays an away game. <laughs> Some people would say he, he goes to them, he takes the risk, and he builds that one on one relationship. I think that's, that's critical. 
And part of that to me um, is being willing to be with somebody you disagree with. Yeah, That relational aspect of it, I think is a key for, uh, and that's my theory for a lot of people who are outside of the church. They go, well, because I disagreed about this or I do disagree about this with what I presume you know, that body believes in or Christians believe in or whatever it is, then I'm going to stay away. Well, yeah. look, the center of this is Jesus. Yeah, That's the center of this. So can I, as somebody who is, you know, so to speak in the body, reach out to somebody who is hurt, has been hurt in the past and be willing to set aside whatever we're going to disagree about. It's, it's okay. That's it's, it hurts. I, I get it. And just, for the sake of relationship for right now to disprove that it's all about that issue or whatever, whatever the pain is that yeah. Jesus showed up for the leper, right? When he shouldn't touch them. Yeah. So our invitation is for the people that are part of a church body that is healthy, hmm. reach out, be yeah. Jesus yeah. to those people. Just right. talk. Yeah. Genuineness and integrity. Yep. And then for the people that, are outside of that, consider whether it's it's worth it, whether it, there's something to be gained yeah. there. Yeah. And Jesus is calling us to that, so I'd imagine the answer is probably yes. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the body of Christ is intended to be a beautiful, amazing, beautiful thing. Because like we said earlier, God's designs and God's ideas are crazy beyond our yeah. capability to understand. And... Um, Anytime I get glimpses from other parts of the body of Christ, I'm reminded mm. of that beauty. Yeah. It reminds me of who he is. Like when we have people, international people, or even people from just a different faith tradition in the United States, and I might go to a service or, or talk to somebody and hear how God's working in different ways. And I go, oh yeah, wow, that's God too. This is the beauty that he's inviting us into. Like That's what I get excited about. This is... This is part of God's design for us. And, uh, and I think he's calling us back to it. I know he is. Come experience the beauty. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in today. Behind the mics, you've got myself, Chris Conlon, and Mark Wavell. And our lead editor is Derek Donnelly. We are a crowdfunded nonprofit. Most of what we do is free because of your generous support. Thank you for joining us in our mission to bring a million lives closer to fullness in God's design. To support us financially or to learn more, visit humanproject.us. We'll see you next episode.